Uh, hey folks, welcome to the Proof of Pull Ireland. Uh, a special Scalafell, which was going to be a Wednesday, but has, has been changed to a Super Saturday with uh, Nolik coming up this week. Uh, Nolik Connor, James, good day. How are things, bud? How are you, keeping? I'm good. Uh, are you, now, first off, obviously, Merry Christmas to you and your family, and I know when you've got um, a new one in the house and you've, and you've already got a few welcome ones in the house, it's a very exciting time of the year. I can imagine, James, the NFL is at the forefront of your mind this weekend. <laughs> in, in years previous, it has been. I suppose we're, we have a first now where <clears throat> I know they have games on, on, on Black Friday and then now we're having games on, on you know around the Christmas period. So it's, you know, it's a it's a fresh one. Um, my main concern, I, I'm I'm having dinner. We're having dinner this year in my in-laws' house. They don't have Sky, so how the heck am I going to watch the games? That's my main concern. I have to figure it out. Some some I suppose streaming service. I have to find out. Uh, yeah, I I have I have uh, how do you say authority over my own television at home, but in the in-laws, not so much. <laughs> so. Are you so we're we're putting this out on a Saturday morning as, as people to to be honest with you, I thought this would be like the nice mellow sort of you know melee into the Christmas period. We're we're not gonna have for people listening, folks, we're not, probably not gonna have a Monday review because it's Christmas Day. And I'm like nobody wants to listen to me on a Christmas morning. Let's just put it that way. Apart from my wife, hopefully. Um James, you're you're talking about your in-laws there. My in-laws are in Clonus, which is like an hour from me. And thankfully, I and I, this is going to be the first segment because I, I want to talk about this. So I rummaged the way of getting them to get Sky Sports like or get Sky in general like six years ago. And I was like, oh, you should, you should get the sports because the GEA is on. And obviously, no, it's not. But yeah. they still have it. So I have the opportunity. Christmas night, uh, we're staying over. Raven, Niners. That's what you call chess, not checkers. And, but they don't watch. They don't watch it. Like the only time they watch it is if I come down to their end for it. They don't watch it. And um, are you far away from the in-laws? Could you sneak out and watch it? Or are you? Are, it sounds we, like uh, you're, you're we, in big trouble, James. We, uh, Grace, my wife, is from the like, basically the next parish over, so we're less than ten minutes from the in-laws. Give or take. So if the worst kept worse, and after maybe a bottle of wine or two, <laughs> I could find the way back home. <laughs> Someone could bring me back truly. <laughs> I was saying this to Mark and Jason on the other podcast. L- last year, we were sitting around the table playing Uno and obviously having a couple of sociable drinks, as you do on the Christmas yeah. night. Yeah. And I had persuaded them to put the Broncos Ram games on. And I was like, look, it- it'll be it'll be a good game. It'll be fine. It was bloody awful. So I don't think it's going to work this year. But I've got memories, James, of sitting at 25 past three in the morning after, I'm not going to lie to you, Two or three Baileys or Shandies, I was I was well on to be honest with you. Watching the Bucks against the Cardinals, and that was a bad game. But I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember that, but that was I don't. Well, no, that that escapes my mind because the word yourself now, like you're saying a couple of breath. Yeah, I, I'm not even going to be around the bush <laughs> if I'm up at half three Christmas night because I'm gimped. Remember <laughs> that. In terms of in, in terms of Scal's schedule. Tonight, Christmas Eve, or Christmas Eve night, um, Christmas Eve night, tomorrow night, Patriots Broncos. Is, yeah. is that a no go? One twenty a.m. in the morning. I, 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 it's not a no go because of the, for the day that's in it, and, and you know the freedom you have to watch it. I'll, I'll watch it. You know, I keep, I keep looking at every game with kind of a, a renewed 
level of anticipation that I'm hoping that they, they produce something better than what they did the week previous. But they, every week I get to the point. <laughs> I get to the point. So, it, like, uh, if you're you up know, at 6 a.m. for presents, though, like, it's going to be hardships, to be honest. Like, you know. At 6 a.m. now, is, you're, you're, you're giving me more credit than I deserve now. It could be, this could be half four job, five o'clock job. Ha, half four in the morning? Yeah, my eldest girl is, you know, she's an early riser. The best of times. She'd be, she'd be in at half five, six o'clock on a normal day. So can you imagine how they're, you know, beating with excitement what they're going to do? Like, <laughs> oh, I might <laughs> It sounds like Patriots Broncos, which is in Denver, um, one fifteen Christmas. See, it's, it's a Christmas Eve night game in the States, but it's Christmas morning for us. Yeah. I, I, you're not going to make it by the sounds of that point. Unless you're up all night. But what's the, I mean, they're three and 11. What's the point? Uh, What's, what do you reckon? Seven and seven Broncos. What's your chance of getting through? You have to win out, obviously. Have to win out, but they have to win this game. I mean, yeah. my God. Like, I mean, I actually can't remember the last time that there was a game in Denver as a standalone prime. It's a primetime game, even though it really isn't, on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And it, it's it's an interesting one because after, and we'll hear, we'll hear your thoughts about the Patriots actually in a second, but after the Detroit game last week, there was obviously a lot of optimism that went into it, but the, the reality is that the Detroit offense played them off the park. We've seen Sean Payton yeah. argue and shout at them. And yes, while I think it you know, it would be very... Look, I'll, I'll, I'll not lie to you. The expectation is they should be winning this game by 10, 20, 30 points. Like I, I'm in a situation where I, I don't have any kids. I'm, I'm only married a few years. My wife knows the football's on. I'll probably watch the first half and fall asleep and get up and have a normal Christmas day, but yeah. it'll ruin my career. Like, if they don't win that game, that's a disgrace. Is is, like is that bad when the Patriots fans listen to this? No, it's not. No, it's not. I think you have to You have to be, like, you can be overly optimistic or you can be realistic. In truth, let's say 7-7, seven, seven, you know, you have a decent record in a division whereby you're two games back. So you have to kind of hope. You have to hope that things fall your way, but all you can do is control what's in front of you. So the Broncos have to focus on Patriots and forget where everyone else. And I, I agree with you. If to lose this game, it's you know it can just pop the air over the bubble, over, over the balloon. You know what I mean? It'll be terrible. I, I I do expect the Broncos to beat them. Um, obviously the Broncos got off to a terrible start. I do remember a few weeks ago you said I'm done, <laughs> done. That's where I'm at with the Patriots. I'm done. You know I can't uh, <clears throat> and give much more, you know, enthusiasm to them. But I still watch them. But I'm, I'm expecting probably uh, you know a Broncos victory here by by a touchdown or two. Hate to say it. I'm 100% texting you at 1 o'clock on Christmas Eve night. Yeah. Wake me up, GMs, get up. I should parallel do it because I... See, this is the convincing the wife scenario here. And But the thing that's going to screw, screw you is if you convince the wife to, like, you know, get the living room or whatever set up for Santa yeah. Claus or whatever and watch this game. I mean, I'm, we'll talk about the game in a minute, the, the night after. You're, like, you're going to... it's. You're gonna fall asleep for that, so it's it's gonna be difficult. I'm gonna call this podcast Scal's Christmas Mega Show. I don't know something Christmassy. Yeah. Um, talking about the Patriots very quickly. I am so excited for our special in three weeks when Bill Belichick goes. You got that week eight game against the Jets in New England against who knows at the minute the Jets at the time of recording. Aaron Rodgers is active. He's not going to be playing this season at all. Zach Wilson yeah. is active. Sorry, he's he's got a concussion. We don't know what's going to happen. His mum put a video on Instagram this morning as some sort of medical expert talking about concussions. 
So that game is down the stretch. That could be Bill Belichick's final game at home. So I can't wait for the podcast after that, James. But um, what did you make of the Patriots last week? Um, same old story. Like if you're looking at the turnovers, it's it's been it's been the story of our season, regardless of who of who's been at quarterback. Um, like Zappi over the last couple of games has had decent first halves. I give him that. He's he's been decent first half, but he made a couple of bad reads that resulted in you know interceptions that, that killed the game. And to be honest, the Chiefs at the end of it took pity. That's what they did. I think it was it was kind of a sign of respect towards towards Belichick and his career that they didn't you know punch it in at the end. But ultimately, the the turnovers. Uh, the busted fourth downs like we had a fourth and nine fourth and four you know with like four and a half minutes of the clock left we chose to punt you know what I mean it's like or nine minutes left of the clock chose to punt that just deep the life out of the crowd uh, my cousins were at the game text them you know at the time and say what's the atmosphere like and really good in the first half because it was competitive you know they were they were, they were punching the ball running the ball well and uh, you know Zappi seemed to be making some good throws in tight, in tight windows in the second half then he said it's like a graveyard you know, it just, it just takes, took the energy out because as good as the defense can play, they can't keep coming on the pitch uh, when, when when the turnovers. Like our turnover differential is the lowest it's been in 17 years. The Patriots have had, have had a positive turnover differential 17 years in a row. It's the longest streak in all, all the NFL. And here we are now. That, that streak is going to be broken, obviously, snapped. But that's another, another little nugget of information that hurts the soul. <laughs> At least statistically, you don't have the worst offense or the worst defense. That's the Commanders Jets game this weekend. So at least it could it could be worse, James. You know? Yes, it could be. It could be worse. It's bad enough, but it could be worse. That's optimism right there. Thank you. Here, that's six years of watching the Broncos not get to the playoffs. Optimism there, man. Um, I've got like literally a Christmas jumper every year. The Broncos sitting, there, and I'll I'll wear it once once a year, and I'll wear it this year again, but. It just brings me back all these memories of losing games. So that's that's a game on Christmas Eve. I'm actually enjoying this because we're going to go through the slate here a little bit and have a bit of crack of it. I'll, like, look, I'm I'm telling you that you're you're going to struggle if you've got wins. You're going to struggle with that. Now, if you're at the in-laws on Christmas Day, you're like myself. Like I'd say, like a lot of people listening to this podcast, you whether it's husband wife, you, you, you like you're a bit like me. You try to please. My my plan scenario is I'll drop down to my parents, and then he- and then head down to Clonus. The thing, and I, I'm going to be controversial here. The thing is this year, the two. So the, here's a Christmas slip on Christmas Day for us. The early game is the Raiders at the Chiefs. The middle game is Giants at the Eagles, and the late game, which we'll talk about, the, just talk around a bit in the second, could potentially be a Super Bowl. The Ravens at the Niners now. This is what I'm saying about Christmas Eve. Like, you, you, like you need to conserve yourself for that. Like, that's 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 humongous. But what's the um, what's the Wi-Fi slash four G slash five G situation down in Cabotaga? Like, is it is, is it okay at the in-laws or what's the, the Wi-Fi is very decent in Cabotaga, but as you go towards the, the in-laws area, it, it's questionable. It's questionable. Um, it, it is, even, it even at one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it only it only has capacity for for a certain amount of people using it. So I'm going to have to try and. You know, sweet talk, whoever there, please can I have it. You know, oh God, yeah, I agree. What you're saying is right. It's going to be a different proposition, but conserve energy for the for the Ravens Niners. That that's a big one. You know what I mean, every Super Bowl prediction I've had over the last number of weeks seems to get changed on the on the weekly because the teams who are running well, Cowboys, for example, we know they're running home, and they just you know, oh, like the 
they piss in the ditch like a dog. You know what I mean? When they go away, they're just, they're scared shitless. You know what I mean? Like, so that might be the best of the houses in Perth all season. Genuinely, like that, that's up there, James. But you're saying it now, right? Before we talk about the Cowboys, like in the north, you can at least listen to the games on like Talk Sport or BBC Five Live, like because they've got a game in the nine o'clock window and they've got Sunday night football if you want to listen to yeah. it. The minute you go in the morning, done you go live. That's it, and it's like, well, surely, gentlemen, gentle ladies, like you know, like like everybody in the south on Christmas night. It's just a real pity if you're if you're struggling. I, I would look find a way. The game is on Game Pass. If if you need, um, if you do need hooked up, give me a shout. I will say this: I'm not sure what the situation is like down there, James. And um, I, I can't believe we're going into this, but this Ravens Niners game is on Channel Five in the North as well because it's in the UK. So I don't know if you have a Skybox, but I'll I'll certainly try and. Uh, Certainly trying to help you out there if if the yeah. yeah. I, th- I think you can manually tune it. I'm nearly certain. So just leave away. Right. Always a good man. Good stuff. Um come back to the Cowboys in a second. Giants Eagles is the middle game on Christmas night. Can you compare any short termism scenario where and we, we have not discussed this planning, so if you want to move on from this, feel free. But if you look at hype in the NFL, like the Tebow train, like Garner Minshew at the start was a pure hype train. Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito is is a massive hype train, and I feel like the wake is this weekend because it pretty much died last weekend. Was there ever a hype train in the GEA? Different codes. I mean, leash for me, football wise, was a bit of a hype train for for at least one summer, and then it went absolutely. Good question, my man. Um... In football, it comes and goes a bit, you might remember, whereby I suppose the media will always pick the underdog and try to hype them as best they can. You know, just it, it generates clicks, it generates news, generates discussion. So if you remember, you know, Tipperary coming through the Munster final uh, in the football, Cavan coming through Ulster, you know, these type of teams, mm. you know, Dowd when they, when they came back years ago, Leash back in or Dwyer's time, you know, those type of teams are supposed to have a hype, but it's very hard to, to live up to that hype you know, on a continuous basis. The good teams will always be consistent and, and can win day in, day out, but the teams who are trying to get up for every game and play beyond themselves is, is extremely difficult. And nine times out of ten, it, it doesn't materialise in a, a championship victory overall, you know, at Ireland. Or otherwise, in it's very tricky because, you know, we only have, there's a pool of realistically eight or nine, you know, Division One teams, you'd call them. Teams you know are going to, are going to challenge. But beyond that, like, I remember Leash uh, bet Dublin a few years back. Yeah, uh, many years ago now, probably four or five years ago. Yeah, um, that was a, that was a big victory for Leash, but then they got clipped by Tipperary, you know, the week after or in you know, the next round. So it's it's hard when when you get a bit of hype, it's hard to it's hard to make us you know live up to it and keep at it uh, unless you've, you've got the backup, unless you've got the players and the management and you know the finance and the history etc. Very hard. So yeah, they'd be my picks. They're not a lot because you know it's usually dominated by the main teams. But uh, if you were to revert it back to the NFL, these fucking cowboys, year, I'm sick of listening to them year in, year out. You know what I mean? I swear to God that Jerry Jones went to kick in the hole because every year he's cowboy. This is our year. This is our year. And then they go and, and I said to them, How old were you whenever they won it in, in the 90s? Yeah. How old were you whenever they won it in 95? Like... Uh, I was seven. But I wasn't. I obviously wasn't into that at that stage, obviously. But... That's a lot. That's a lifetime ago. 
I, like, I, I was four. Like, I mean, we're not too far off in terms of years. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. But they've never been in our lifetime, in our generation, together watching the sport. I can't think of, like, do you remember that Packers game where Dez called it, Dez didn't catch yeah. it? Yeah. They haven't been up even up there since. And it feels like two weeks ago, this was it. And now it's like break the bed situation. And that game is on Christmas Eve in, in the middle window. And that outside of the Ravens Niners, which we'll, we'll have a week chuggle about in a second, but that, that that's the standout game of the weekend because going into Miami, the Dolphins lost two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, was to, um and then yeah. and then they won 30, 30 zip against the Jets last week. So they're they're fired up. I'm 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 gonna send you a video after this call, James, of Mike McDaniel on the hard knocks in season. He does yeah. like lecture. It's it's class just picking up to his team and basically taking he blamed the loss on himself and it shows you the sort of player or the sort of manager he or the coach he is and the players love him for it. Yeah. I'm sorry. As somebody please Jesus and you know put put light every candle in every chapel this weekend. I'm I'm obviously hoping to go to Vegas. I'd love to see the Cowboys. Oh my god, it'd be class. Oh Jesus. Like Cowboys against like AFC team. Oh th- this this would be a hell of a super- Cowboys Miami. Like Miami have not won it in how long? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like there's potential, like I I know you're we we picked up on the game of the weekend potentially being two number one number one seeds in the NFC AFC uh Niners and Ravens, but then you've got the next number two seeds in each one, Dolphins and the Cowboys. This is a huge game as well. I fully agree with you. Uh, but the record is bad for the Cowboys. They can't travel. They just can't travel. You know, and, and then with the Dolphins, they're they're explosive. How how healthy is Tyree Hill? Uh, you know, he's obviously we know he's a huge part of the whole their, their overall um you know Super Bowl push. But we could be looking at, you know, NFC matchups versus the AFC matchup right here. You could have the Cowboys versus the Niners, and you could have the Dolphins versus the Ravens. Very possible chance though. You know, I don't like starting into permutations. Like once December comes around, it seems like the the, the media start going, Well, if this happens, that happens. let the season play out, which is where I look at it. But this this weekend seems to have this kind of you know, this could be a telling weekend because obviously the Cowboys are they're a game behind the Niners, aren't they? Is that right? And the Dolphins yes, basically the, the Cowboys and the Dolphins are both ten and four and the Ravens Niners are eleven and three. So yeah, you're bang on. Yeah. It's 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 one game. You know? Yeah, so like if let's say if the Dolphins beat the Cowboys, you know, and and then the Niners beat the Ravens, permutation wise, now there's, there's the two game gap in the NFC, you know, that kind of way, or vice versa in the AFC. So it's an interesting weekend, and they're 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 the pick of the games for me. But then there's slippery ones like the Chiefs and the Raiders, slippery. Chiefs aren't Here's the thing. I'm yeah. gonna get done for this. I'm not like if my wife is like, if look if I'm sitting with my father-in-law who is in his or. Who's, who's in his early 70s like we want to enjoy the next 30 Christmases with him and the whole family if I'm sitting there with him at 8 o'clock going having a few scoops of Guinness am I gonna, if the game's on in the background happy days I, I'm going to sit there and enjoy myself I mean you can't sell the Raiders or the Chiefs to me at the minute because the Chiefs will win the gate, the gate. but James the big thing here the game's an arrowhead I think that's such a big thing but more so as well like Tommy Cutlass against the Eagles in Philly like I remember sitting up to three o'clock in the morning, not that long ago, for a playoff game, where it was post watershed abuse on TV. They destroyed them, but so I yeah. just don't see how the Eagles or the Chiefs lose. And I remember that moment 
when you're sitting in your seventh boulevard on 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 Monday night during the week, I yeah. when one of them wins, people are listening to this going, "What is this boy on?" I just I don't see an upset, and frankly, I don't see the Broncos losing earlier on that morning for us. I don't see the Chiefs losing in the early window. I don't see the Eagles losing in the middle window, but that brings us into the last one. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's it, it's coin flip, but right? like Eagles, yeah. not the sorry, not the Eagles, the Niners against the Ravens, and. Um, yeah. You and I, I, I know. Unlike, unlike you, James, I do not have a life. So I watched the Ravens against the Jags on Monday night. Lamar Jackson has just evolved so, so much. The fact, like he used to run for the hills, now he's taking his time. He's standing there. He's he's allowing himself to be able to think. Right, well, I'll not run. I'll throw the ball. There was a drive on Monday night where I think it ended up being a field goal, but. Even when it got to the twenty yard line, just every play was magic from Lamar Jackson. But then also when you've got the Niners and you got McCaffrey and Brock Purdy, it's just it's such a big matchup, mm-hmm. and that's where it's like I'm I'm not sure what Stephen says like in in your household, but for me it's like I'll just get up and go home. So I'll 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 be up watching that to the cows come home. You know, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll be a happy man. But I mean, I suppose the way the season has panned out. Right now, I know that the rivalry between the Niners and Ravens is relatively non-existent. There's no really history there. But in, in current standing, it feels a bit like, you know, uh, obviously top of the table clash. Now, I wouldn't quite put it in my nation Liverpool, but it, it, this this could tell a lot. You know what I mean? And it could be a precursor to the Super Bowl. I agree with you. Um, Lamar is playing serious stuff. Like his decision-making would have, would have been questionable for me in the past. He would have looked at... I would look at him for all I know as let's say. Uh, run first. That, that, that seems why he, he's had as, as a kid growing up. Run first, run first, and get stuff out of jams. Now his reads are excellent. He's picking the wide receivers. His turnovers are, you know, they're, they're not they're not the numbers we've seen in the past. And like he, the interview with Harbo Astro, I thought was very telling. You know, he gave him that height of praise. Like, uh, and you know, we, we hear coaches praising players all the time. But Harbo was, you know, deadly. Um, really put in focus on his quarterback. He's, he's the best in the league. And he's playing like it, etc. He's MVP, etc. So. It just seems they've got they've got more and, and you know, interestingly listening to the uh Julian Edelman's podcast with Broncler last week, they were saying what's the hardest team they've ever played against, you know, con- consistently. And they said it's always been Harbaugh's Ravens. So these guys are tough. They're tough. And I know they're going into the Niners Stadium and you know, it's an away game, but like once they get rolling, the Ravens are a very, very tough team to beat. And they just seem to have that toughness all about them. It it feels like this week do you only see like the expert picks? This yeah. one's going to be the one where it's just so like ding, 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 ding. Nobody's oh, going to be able to pick yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I think Levi's, I think the, the Niners offense gets him. But I really hope, James, I hope, you know, you're sitting, everyone's going to be racked after, hopefully, and hopefully everyone listening to this as well as a great Christmas day. But you want to sit down, you want to get the fire on, you want to have that last couple of pints or whatever you're drinking, shandy, whatever, and you want to enjoy the game. So hope, hopefully it's a good game. What, Will you be able to convince the in-laws to watch it is a big question. Are the NFL fans at all? or No, not a bit. No. Like zero. But they, they understand my love for it. And so they, I saw if if I'm to get around them at all, it'll be because they've become awesome. Because of my love for it. Just, yeah, good dog. Good dog. It's mad. It's it's funny because we're, we're literally sitting here by the time that game starts on Christmas night on Monday night. Mm-hmm. In Ulster, anyway, we're literally a week and a half out from the gas starting again, which is nuts. The kind of cup starting, so it's yeah. we're it's we're 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 ticking off. We're getting towards the end. And um, is, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about this week, week sixteen, or have have we covered it all? 
I think we've covered some good stuff. Like, you know, we've obviously covered the games the weekend. We we slightly covered the Cowboys and their obviously hurry situation. Eagles seem to be going through a bit of a spell. You know, like it's, it's amazing when you look at teams at the beginning of seasons whereby they, they have this air of invincibility about them and then you're convinced that they're going to go on a run towards the Super Bowl, which I was. You know, like week, I suppose week 10, week 11, uh, that, that period I was like, geez, these lads are the real deal on all three phases of the ball. And then over the last three or four weeks, you're saying to yourself, gosh, they, they've been med look human. And then there's an injury issue and then there's, there's a small bit of disconnect sometimes and you're saying, this this could all fall apart. <laughs> no, like this year in a month's time. And uh, two months time, and they have to be in the Super Bowl. That's just that's what I love about the NFL. It's just the, you know, you can't explain some of the games some weekends, you know. And then they go on different runs. Like for years, we've seen the Patriots, where they've just been awesome throughout the year, and then they have just, uh, you know, a hiccup, and it nearly puts them right on the right course again. So, but the Eagles they've been topsy turvy recently. Um, so I'd be watching that on either right. But I know the playoff game they had last year, they absolutely blew them out. So I'm not expecting Anton's huge spark for the Giants. Um, and then sure, because it's you're, we're on the countdown, then Mike. You know what I mean? You're on the countdown towards the towards the. Do you know what? And it, I shouldn't be saying this. It's it's pretty much over. It is. It's it's there. Are, there's a few more permutations, but we've a couple of weeks, and then and then and then and then the big stuff starts. I, I can't wait to hear your playoff opinion. Well, I want. You, I want. You, tell me right now, who's in your NFC Championship game and your AFC Championship game? Football. As of right now, AFC is the Ravens against the Dolphins. And the AFC is the Niners against the Eagles. And I can't pick it. I can't. But I'd, I'd love, I haven't even mentioned it, but I'd love to see the Cowboys get the Super Bowl. I'd love to be at a Super Bowl with, with Dallas. I, it would just be yeah, sensational because it's, it's been a generation. So I, I'd love to see it. Win or loss, as a neutral, it would be amazing. I will say very quickly, one thing we haven't talked about is the Browns-Texans game, and at the time of recording, CJ Stroud for the Texans um, hasn't practiced due to his availability, so you, we might take we we, we, we might see, see Case Keenum come in. Um, Joe Flacco is like Cluxton coming back, or like uh, Derek Conley coming back, isn't he? Straight back in. That, that, like, but they could, they, could, they, could go, they, they could literally get to Super Bowl, which is nuts. 38 years of age, and in terms of the yards he's thrown in his first few games, he's right up there with the most thrown on the quarterback, I say, in his first you know, a couple, three, three games. I mean, it's amazing, like, it's just like, how you can be on your your couch a month ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's bananas, James. And he, you just know he wasn't training. Like, you just yeah. know he just landed up and done it, which is even more impressive. Uh, we'll end it in this. If your wife or family you, you want an NFL gift this Christmas, what would it be? I'm putting you on the spot here now, but... An actual physical gift or a pint of sky wish? Well, both. <laughs> okay. A Mac Jones jersey. Gift, gift, no, 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 that's me, no, 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 that's me. Oh, God, that was bad at the time. One of my uh, teammates, he sent me a Gronk jersey, a Tampa Bay Gronk jersey. Oh, at the time I was very hurt, couldn't figure out who did it, but I saw where the stamp came from. That narrowed right down, I knew exactly what it was. That out to get in hearts and guards, guard post office gave it away. The prick. <laughs> I still have it now, so I'm with the dog on site. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love Patriots gear. I love Patriots apparel. So, Anton, and kind of on the clothing range, I love that. Pine the sky wish that Belichick stays as head coach and to get a GM. That's my pine the sky wish. Now, that's not going to happen. I know that, but my pine the sky wish is he stays, uh, do go through a rebuild. We've got some good cap space and cash in free agency, which we had. Years would not get me wrong, 
uh, and try trying it on next year. But that's that's the one in a million shot I think, Mike. James, not going to leave to just you, you yourself, your entire family. It, look, I've had great crack doing this over the last few weeks, and we have a few weeks left as well. Um, enjoy Christmas. I, I hope you get the chance to to watch that game on Monday night for on Christmas night. If you need, uh, you know, if your in laws have got a skybox, there is a way that people in the south can watch Channel Five in the north. And unlike unlike us, where every Champions League game on Sky uh, on RTE is blue screened, doesn't happen the other way around. So give me a shout. And for anybody else in that predicament, DM me on Twitter. Don't DM James. Don't don't annoy him. Uh, but hi, James. Have a good Christmas, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, happy Christmas, everyone. Oh, and and don't worry, you're off next week. We're back. We're back the week after. Back week seventeen. Week eighteen. Get back to work. <laughs>